Hello and welcome back to Arts Interrupted. I'm Rebecca Lerner. And I'm an egg, y'all. And we're so happy to be sitting here with the makers of the upcoming web series, Singled Out. Singled Out is a five-episode series following Ellie, an eternally single college student whose roommates are all in relationships. Um, I know you want to expand on why we're all so excited to Yeah, to we're particularly excited because uh, they're all part of Daily Arts. Um, you know, we all know them through the Daily, and it's really exciting to be here to talk to them. Um, and if you guys could introduce yourselves uh, for your particular roles and maybe your role at the Daily as well, that'd be great. Hi, I'm Sophia White. Um, I write for film for the Daily, and for Singled Out, I'm one of the creators among us. Um, I also star in it, I produced it, and... I directed a little bit of an episode. Um, hi, I'm Becky Portman. I'm a senior arts editor here at The Daily for film. And my role in this project um, was I contributed a little bit to the writing. Um, and I also had the opportunity to star as Rachel. Hi, I'm Danielle Jacobson. I am the co-managing arts editor here at The Daily, and I also am a creator of Singled Out. I directed a few of the episodes. I wrote, I produced, and I edited an episode, which was a ton of fun. Hi, I'm Emily Bice. I former TV writer, and now I run a fellow arts podcast called Things Men Ruined. Um, on Singled Out, I was one of the creators, sensing a theme. I star as Ellie, and I wrote the show. Amazing. Well, thank, thank you so much for being here. So why don't we go back to the start, and you guys can tell us a little bit about the origins of Singled Out, how this idea came to be. Um, I think I got this idea because I was interning in LA last summer and I was super um, upset that all my roommates were in relationships <laughs> um, and I was like no this is not how college is supposed to be we're all supposed to hang out together but they were hanging out with their boyfriends I'm not bitter at all um, but then I had this idea for a web series and I was kind of just like doing some doodles and brainstorming um, for writing and then Emily and I actually met towards the end of our fall semester um, we met at lab which is a coffee shop here in Ann Arbor for the trendy hipsters <laughs> it was very cute it was very cute and I will go ahead I was just gonna say that we didn't really know each other and I feel like the context of our coffee date was because we wanted to talk about screenwriting um, and then I just mentioned that I had this idea for a web series and then it kind of just took off from there. Yeah, and well, so fun fact is when I was formerly on TV, Danielle was my editor, but I didn't really know her because I'd just gotten back from abroad and then, you know, I just we only knew each other for a little bit, but I'd been wanting to create a web series with people at school before we graduate and Danielle and I decided to meet up and get coffee and then I think our friend Nabil, who also acted and wrote for the series, was like, you should talk to Danielle. She's interested in creating stuff. And it came up, and then we, I texted Sophia, who, because Sophia and I had been talking, and we were like, we have to do something before we graduated. And I texted her, and I was like, I just found our idea. Yeah, and to add to that, I think Emily and I, because we're the only seniors on the, creati the creating team, that kind of had this freak out about our careers just going into entertainment and being like I want to have something to show people and be proud of and like do it with other strong smart girls who we can trust and I think that was kind of like the basis for the project and then everything kind of just took off from there and we've also had this conversation before that 
we're just so fortunate to have incredibly talented friends on every end of the spectrum. If you go acting, writing, directing, and we'd, we'd been having this conversation before. We were like, we can't graduate from Michigan and not take this opportunity to work with our friends and create something that we're proud of. That's really awesome. Um, so, um, so I'm interested in the terms of visibility that you're playing with in having such a female-driven, creative, and um, star-powered team. And I wanted to, so like, I feel like representations of normal college girls are rather scarce. It's normally like caricatures or the women are like part of the side plot. Um, so I wanted to ask why it was important for you to tell this specific story. Um, well, so I think that you're spot on that most representations of girls in college are something that you watch and you're like, oh, this is really fun to see, but I don't see myself in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think about movies that represent like sororities. They're not, you never see one and think, oh yeah, that's what it's really like. <laughs> you're like, that's what Hollywood thinks it's like. Um, but then we talked a lot about girls because the reason girls is so good but so infuriating is it's people rep- recognize themselves. And so we saw that and we were like, if we're going to tell this story, we want to tell it the people we know and something. And not whitewash it also. Yeah. And and so sometimes it's... And, and also, it started out a lot funnier than we thought it was going to be. We intended this to be just like a ha-ha comedy. And then like halfway through the writing process, I think Danielle and I were talking, or maybe all four of us were talking, and we were like, this isn't this isn't really that funny because it's showing that like that's but that's not what college is you know college is fantastic and it's wonderful and you have these incredible friends but it's sometimes like the humor is in the sadness and sometimes it's not that funny um I think also we spent a lot of time thinking about the characters and what like drives them um because you know there's one thing having you know the sporty roommate and the sexy roommate and the bitchy roommate but we wanted to give them um more depth than that because I think that like what Emily was saying a lot of the characters of um female college students are pretty shallow and also I think that not for Rachel as much um but I think definitely for Emily's character Ellie and my character, Nina, I think they were really influenced by our real personalities. Um, For Emily, it's like this quirky, fun girl who is just in a bunch of things and can't really fit into one thing. And I think that's part of like what makes her amazing, but also what has been like part of her problem too. And for me, it was like giving like this like sexy, like passionate, like crazy girl, a little bit more heart and like depth. And I think it started off like very surface level when we just had this conversation about what we want the show to be. And then like Becky said, we like went into it and just gave them, you know, more life. Mm-hmm. And sorry, one more thing, but we ended up having to. Also, I'm not sexy. I was, I was just joking. <laughs> OK, I'm going to counter that and say Sophia is incredibly sexy and one time was described as a sex icon. So um <laughs> But I gave her that description. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I didn't say who. But so we had to cut this from the show, which is still like one of the hardest things. But we had this bit in one of our episodes about the Bechdel test. Um, For those of you listeners who don't know the Bechdel test, it's this thing by cartoonist Alison Bechdel, who said that if two women in a TV show or movie can't have a conversation for more than 
two minutes about something other than men, it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. And we realized halfway through, we were like, oh my God, this show technically doesn't always pass it. But I think that because we realized that, we were very cautious not to sell our women short because yeah, it's a show about a girl and all her roommates are in relationships, but the heart of it is a show about a girl realizing that she doesn't have to settle for things less than she deserves. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to um, expand on this idea of depth a little bit and ask specifically how you were able to make sure that you were infu- imbu- imbuing your characters with depth. Oh, okay, well, so <laughs> <laughs> plot twist, we had no depth and we were caught off guard. Again, I'm kidding. Um, well, we had a writer's room which was really, really helpful as well because the four of us sat down and created these characters and we were like, um, Nina is the sexy one, like we said, Jordan's the sporty one. And then we sat with our writers and we had them look at these characters and talk about them. And I think once you get outside perspectives, there's there's a little bit of all of us in the four central characters. And so once we got outside perspectives, we were able to see what we were missing that didn't make these complete. And we also, the cool thing was we got to sit with our actors because a lot of our actors wrote or are close friends. And uh, Courtney, who plays Jordan, after she read her episodes, she said she was like, I don't feel like Jordan has anything other than being sporty. And we were like, you're right. How do we give her more than that? Mm -hmm. And so it was a big, long process of talking and then revising and talking. Um, I think also about like depth is along with getting a lot of voices about these characters is that we developed them and said like okay what what is Rachel's major where does she come from what do her parents do does she have any siblings and like we kind of like wrote this stuff down to kind of um, craft these characters and their lives and those things may not have come up in the show but that was something that we kept in the back of our minds like oh she wouldn't react that way or you know she's the combination of all these different people or oh no she wouldn't say that. Um, so kind of just thinking about like what makes up a person and putting that into a character. And I also think that's really balanced out with like a lot of absurdity and like sensational humor. That's, you know, it's balanced throughout the show. It's not a drama. I mean, some of it is really ridiculous. I'm not going to give anything away, but like we said, we wanted to start it out as a comedy and then it got deeper from there. And I think developing those, you know, inner lives of the characters that really that really pushed us forward so moving from the uh character side of things what was the filming process like for you guys it was interesting (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i think originally when emily and i sat down and kind of were talking about this the idea was just we're like yeah let's just do something fun like let's write something and film it and I at least went into it with the idea that it was going to take like a weekend and we were just going to get a bunch of friends together and like do like this like fun thing and it wasn't going to be a big deal. Boy, was I wrong because (laughs) it spiraled into this like massive production. We ended up writing five episodes that were each about 10 pages. And usually how um, screenwriting pages work is that it's usually a page a minute. So 50 screenwriting pages translates to 50 minutes of a show, which is insane um but we were able to shoot 50 pages in five days which i think is quite an accomplishment and that's definitely something that um i'm quite proud that we did i think we all 
learned so much on set. We learned about production, equipment, um, what it's like to shoot something, just like actually like what it takes to get everything on camera. We had awesome people that were helping us all the way. Like I can't stress enough, <laughs> we could not have done this without everyone who came out and helped us on set. Also just everyone was so incredibly talented and more experienced than us. And I think part of this whole process was just being open and receptive to learning things that we had no idea what we were doing. And I mean, for a student production, everyone's kind of doing everything. Was that your experience here? Totally. I think we can all say we wore so many different hats, um, writing, producing, editing, directing. It was all a collaborative effort. I think everyone contributed to every aspect of this whole project. And I think actually that's what made it what it is if we all just did our own individual thing i think it would have fallen much shorter than what it is now also if anyone's ever filmed anything like through the sack equipment room like i actually have nightmares of like myself <laughs> in a laundry cart like you know taking equipment from the room to our house to the car and we're like we're like girls like the number of times that Sophia and I like unloaded and loaded the equipment into that like laundry cart is absurd but we got so fast by the end it was like 10 (laughs) minutes in and out like we were pros by the end and our because the cast is filled with people in the theater and drama department acting majors people who want to make this their career we really wanted to focus on their schedules and make sure that it worked for them and because they're all in shows, you know, like the department shows, it was, and other films too, because it's the end of the year, it was a real challenge trying to fit everyone like a puzzle for scheduling. Um, And I think that was one of the hardest things about the process, just trying to fit it all in. And then I think we had, again, not to give too much away, but we have our Halloween extravaganza episode. Yeah, you heard that right. Um, But again, the Halloween episode was similar to the vein of the entire project. We didn't realize how ambitious that episode was until we were two weeks out and we were all sitting with each other can i swear on this and we were like holy shit like what have we done and it was because so to give you some context of the episode that episode involved maybe 12 speaking characters 12 to 15 we needed in an ideal world 30 extras a location you have to have like craft services for everyone and costumes because it's Halloween in December and the fact <laughs> that February. we got that done I I still March, think about March. it March so, oh my god March wow okay wait Dan wants to say something it was like the most stressful day of my entire life like I literally woke up that morning and I was like feverish and I saw like I went to class and I was just a mess and I was so stressed out because we had to fill a bar with extras um and how do you make people come for free on a Monday night to a bar where we are not serving alcohol and Food. make them silent, <laughs> silent dance for literally six hours. Like, I don't know how to incentivize people to do it, but we did it. But it was extremely stressful. Um, and the fact that we pulled it off is still, like, a little bit insane. Um, and I mean, that is quite wild, honestly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, we'll see how the episode turns out. <laughs> but <laughs> um, Also, one of the great things about wearing different hats and taking on all these different roles is I remember um, Emily and I were doing a scene and we just kind of like rewrote it right there and improvised and we didn't have to check with anyone who wrote the script because we wrote the script (laughs) and we're kind of like yeah let's change that like let's do it and obviously I think Danielle was directing and she wasn't so happy about it but we like could change it because we wanted to and um, it was like it was I forget what it was 
But we just like changed the lines and that was like kind of, it was like empowering that we could do that. Well, I remember like when we were doing Halloween, we had a, I guess you could say guest director because he wasn't there for the entire process. But um, this guy, Dylan, who's fantastic and Dylan was saying something about a line to me and he was like, do you, I asked Dylan, I was like, Dylan, do you think we could change this line? And he looked at me and he was like, you wrote it. (laughs) And I completely forgot. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Okay, let's change this line. But it's so fun. And and also Halloween, we were literally wearing different hats because it was a Halloween episode. (laughs) So it was just... And masks. And masks. We we were just so, so cool. It was very Gossip Girl (laughs) in no way at all. But I wish... (laughs) If oh, Gossip Girl two. was in Cantina on a Monday night in March. <laughs> I would watch that. Honestly. Okay, wait, that was actually, that was an unexpected segue. But I wa- did want to ask you about your inspiration and influences. Um, Christopher Nolan. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Marty Scorsese. <laughs> Am I supposed to say a direct? I'd say uh, Catherine Bigelow for sure. This is a bit. Oh, sorry. That was the bit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Insert white male director. <laughs> No, I think um, we were all, <laughs> I think we were all like influenced by Greta Gerwig and Lady Bird. Like we were we, many times writing the script, you were like, and then she has a Lady Bird moment where she just screams. <laughs> also, in terms of like look and feel, because I study film and like I'm weird, I made a PowerPoint of just like visual aesthetics and colors that we liked, and we decided that we liked the like the faded look. Like if you think of Insecure or Girls or High Maintenance, like that kind of like soft toned look, yeah. um, you know. Well, and I think again, if you because we did work on this process from start to finish, we had different inspirations. I would say, like for each moment and I'm trying to think of ones but we really did we looked for strong female filmmakers and writers and producers that we could see how they've done what they've done and and be like what can we do to make our production like that and that might be Greta Gerwig it might be Tina Fey it might be Lena Dunham but it there were a lot of different inspirations we tried to pull from. So, like, you guys touched on how there's a lot going on when you're producing this film. Um, so I imagine a lot of really uh, significant, interesting memories probably popped out of that. So could you guys maybe touch on some of the most unexpected aspects that you might have, uh, t- uh, you know, experienced while, while filming? <laughs> well, I am about to go to bed once, and this is, like, before shooting starts. Um, like, literally, like, the day before our first day on set. <laughs> and then I think it's, like, 4 a.m., yeah, and I get a text from Emily, and she's just like, "We can't do this. Like, it's all wrong. Like, this is like we can't. Like, this isn't gonna happen. Like, what if it's horrible? Like, what if this is messes up our entire career from here on out?" And I was just like, "Like, oh, oh my god!" Like, I tried to kind of like pull it together, and I was like, "Your kid, it's four a.m. Go to bed. It'll be fine." But then internally, I start freaking out. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's horrible! Like, yeah. no one's ever gonna like it. Like, we're the worst." Um, it but was I, like. It was like a domino effect because like Emily like freaked out Danielle and then Danielle freaked out Sophia. No, I got the same text. Actually, it might have been differently worded, but I also got a text at I think like 403. Like oh, I didn't get a text. I found out the next morning and Danielle was just like, it's all wrong. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I think 
that's just part of being a creative. Like I honestly think that every person who's ever well, I think that every person who's ever written anything or ever done anything artsy has been like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. So I've picked up journaling. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to keep my internal fears internal because yeah, it was definitely not my proudest moment of this process because and. I like woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my God, what have I done? Because I think the reason, and and I explained this to everyone, but again, not my proudest moment, but the reason I freaked out was because, and I think I speak for the group, I've never put so much of myself into a project and I've never been so passionate and loved something as much as we do because, I mean, we just, we've spent, we spent four months four to five months on this thing and we raised money for it and we gave our time away and our energy and we loved it like it's been such a good process that I woke up at four in the morning and I was like what if what if this isn't what it is and that is something that I think exactly like you just if we're going to go into this industry you learn that you have to enjoy the moment and the process and forget about the product. Also, I need to like definitely make this clear. Emily and I have been best friends for a while. I joined the Daily in the fall. I I really didn't know Danielle, and I knew Becky from improv, like just going to the shows, and like we were definitely friendly. But I think it's just a testament to the power of collaboration, especially with like-minded females. Of just like now, these people will be my friends forever. Danielle and I are working at the same company. We're gonna, you know, be in the same city in the future, all of us maybe, and you know, just a little project turned into something so much greater. And also I think, you know, The Daily helped with that because y- you are writing for music, writing for film, whatever it is, you know people's interest, interest, excuse me, and you know their strengths and like you can reach out to people and like ask if you want to be on a project with you. And, you know, there's such a willingness being here. I think that's a really good note to end on because um, I know that, because these are such busy, busy ladies, <laughs> we can't keep them for too long. Um, so thank you so much for being here. This was such a great talk, and we're so excited to watch it when it comes out, which and should be later this April later this month. Yeah. yeah, later this month. Okay. Um, so congratulations on all of your hard work paying off. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> um, for Arts Interrupted, I'm Rebecca Lerner. And I'm Anaikit Y'all. And on a personal note, this will be the last you'll be hearing of us. Yeah. So, um, so I hope you guys enjoyed. Ne- uh, next semester, we will be followed up by our protégés, um, Sean Lang. And, and Mike Watkins. Yeah. Lovely people. So so look out for them. Yeah, we're, uh, we're really excited for them. Good luck, you guys. Goodbye. <laughs>